0: Please, once again, take your Bibles, if you would, and turn to Psalm chapter 78. We're going to conclude our thought this morning on, uh, on passing the baton, passing on the truth that we have been given. Let's go ahead and read our text once more, and then we'll finish up the thought. The Bible says in Psalm 78, verse 1, Give ear, O my people, to my law, and incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works that He hath done. For He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel which He commanded our fathers, that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children that should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments, and might not be as their fathers a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God." Now, what is that truth that we need to be passing on? Well, what we've really focused on this this week was this phrase. What we need to be passing on to the next generation is that it is all about Him. Now, you cannot be passing that on to the next generation only by word of mouth. But it has to be by your example. if we do not begin to pass on this truth to the next generation, what will happen is that the next generation will get an independence from God because they will not understand that our only hope is God. There will be disobedience to God, which will result in spiritual defeat and obviously the judgment of God. Our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren will lose the truth that we've had if we don't pass it on. I've dealt this week with that we need to pass on the truth, obviously. What are we to be teaching? How are we to be teaching it? And I just want to bring some application In closing this morning, I want to ask you this what are you teaching the next generation? I don't care whether you're a preacher, a singer, just a deacon, or just a member of a church, whether you're a parent or you're single whether you're a man or you're a girl or a man or a woman or a boy or a girl i don't care who you are i want you to understand this that there are always people looking at you looking up to you following your life whether you realize it or not whether you realize it or not you are going to pass something To the next generation. See I'm not so sure. That these Ephraimites. Intended on. Passing on to their children. A broken heritage. And the judgment of God. So much to the point where they would lose. The tabernacle of God. I don't think they intended necessarily to. Pass on their own unfaithfulness. And disobedience to God. But that's exactly what happened. You see, the sad fact of the matter is that if you don't make it all about God, then whatever it is in your life that keeps you from being all about God will probably be the same thing that will keep all those watching you from being all about God. You see, a lot of dads, they pass on their love for hunting Nothing wrong with that, necessarily, if it doesn't get in the way of God, but they'll pass on a love for hunting. They'll pass on a love for sports, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, I mean, you fill in the blank. Some even pass on, you know, a a love for work. Some pass on a love for money. Some pass on whatever it is that their idol is, whatever it is that those things in their life that keep them from serving God, they pass those things on to their children. There are so many fathers out there trying to make their child successful in, in sports or make their child a successful hunter or a successful businessman or whatever it is that they want them to be. But where are the parents Where are the people looking to make the generation coming behind them successful Christians? You see, all those other things, in the general scope of things, in the big scope of things, they don't matter one bit. Who cares if I don't get to hunt the rest of my life as long as I please God? You see, in the scope of eternity, in the realms of eternity, that doesn't matter one bit. But if I pass on a love for hunting, but do not pass on a love for God, and do not show that person or that child that, that God is more important than hunting ever could be or ever would be. And do not show that child that, or, or person that, listen, God is everything. That's all I'm about. This is just something I do on the side. If I can't pass on that, then I'm telling you I am useless as a Christian. I am doing more damage than I am good to the next generation. And there are a lot of people out there doing that exact same thing they're passing on a love for the world a love for the things of the world but what they are not passing on is a love for God. They are teaching their child that this is more important than God's house. I'd rather be fishing than in church on Sunday. I'd rather be sitting in some stand than on church on Sunday. I'd rather be at some sports events than on church on Sunday. I'd rather let whatever this is that my hobby is, whether it is work or whatever else I'd rather let it, I will make that the priority over God's house so that when the doors are open and it conflicts with my job schedule or this or that or something else. I'll be over here at the things more important to me. You see, if we want the next generation to make it, to be spiritually successful, then we're going to have to show them what is the priority in our lives by our example. You see, whether you realize it or not, you're leaving behind an example For others to follow. And sadly many will follow. Many do follow. And many fall because of that. You see that was one of the big fears. Of Asaph here in this chapter. He wanted. His generation to be passing on. That look it's all about God. Because he knew that if they didn't. That they would fall into the same pitfall. And they would be just. Like their fathers, stubborn and rebellious generation that set not their heart aright, whose spirit was not steadfast with God. He knew it would be a generation that would not be serious about the things of God. That was his fear. Where is your fear for your children becoming that way? You see, one, one of the things that I think we've failed to understand ourselves is the judgment of God. God will judge your half-heartedness. You'll reap it in one form, fashion, or another. And many times, sadly, you end up reaping it more so in your children than you do in your own life. You think, oh, I'm getting by with it. I'm playing both sides of the fence okay. Well, you just keep on doing that. Your child will probably be all the way on the other side of the fence. And just so you know, you're not on both sides of the fence either. You might have yourself deceived that way, but you're on the wrong side too. You see, you're leaving behind an example. You're passing on something to those that are watching you. What will it be? Will it be that Christ is all that matters and that life is all about Him or no? It's all about me and the things that I want to do. Will it be passing on to them a dependence on God saying, look... He is our only hope. He is the hope of the church. He is the hope of our family. He is the hope of myself. He is the hope of my nation. It is all God and nothing else. Or will it be, we can do whatever we want if we set our minds to it? Will it be, son, you just need to learn to be self reliant? You can become anything you want to be if you just be that way. God doesn't want us, God never intended for us to be self-reliant. or to be God-reliant, dependent on God. It is not about us, it is about Him. See, I'm concerned that a lot of the examples being passed on today are carnal, worldly ones and not the important ones. You're passing on an example, but we need to be able to pass on experience—not experience in the world thing, in the world's things. No, I want to have my own stories to tell. I want when I begin to try to tell the next generation about the promises of God, and about the power of God, and the praise of God, and the works of God. I want to have stories in my own life to back it up. But do we? Have we ever experienced the power of God? Or the workings of God in a miraculous fashion? Have we ever understood those things ourselves? If not, we need to get to where we need to. We need to get real with God. We need to get serious with God. We need to become all about him. Not because we have to, but because we want to, because we love him, and the more we love him, the more we're gonna be all about him. And when we're all about him, he's gonna be all we want to talk about, just like Asaph did. He's gonna be all that matters to us. We'll want to be with God's people. We'll want to be in God's house. We'll want to be telling people about my God. Hey, I don't know if you know him or not, but that's my God. Look what he's done. Hey, I don't know if you know it or not, but look what God just did over here. Praise God! for what he's done. Look, this is my God. It's not just let me tell you. It's let me show you. Notice these words. We're almost finished. He says, we will not hide them. The things our fathers have told us. Notice this. He says, we will not hide them from their children, showing the generation to come the praises of the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works that He's done. Not telling. Not just telling. But showing. By example. By personal experience. See, we've got the stories in the Bible. We know it's true. But we ought to have some personal stories. And my question is this. Do you... Are you passing on truth to the next generation? Well, how are you passing it on? Are you passing it on by word of mouth? Or are you passing it on by your example? What is it that you're passing on to the next generation? If it's anything other than about Christ, let me challenge you, let me beg you, let me plead with you. Make it. All about him, just like Asaph did, because the truth of the matter is, it is all about him. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 6 Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee 37803, or email back to the Book com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org.